Welcome to the New Life in Australia podcast, hosted by me, Karen Bleakley, founder of SmartStepsToAustralia.com. Moving to Australia with my family was a life-changing experience, but it wasn't without its challenges. That's why I'm passionate about making the relocation and resettlement process easier for you, so you can enjoy this exciting adventure. Join me and my special guests as we share professional secrets and tips, learn from people who've made the move, and discover businesses that can help you realise your dreams. Now is the best time to create the life you've always wanted. This podcast is here to show you what's possible and to inspire you every step of the way. Let's go. Let's take a moment to acknowledge the Gubby Gubby people, the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which I live, work and play. I thank them for the privilege of being able to live in such an incredible part of the world and I pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Hey there and welcome to episode 7 of the New Life in Australia podcast. Today I'm chatting again to my good friend Tracy Collins, who you might remember I interviewed in episode 3 of the podcast, all about her move to Mackay in Queensland and her relocation down to Brisbane. Today we're going to be talking about something a little bit different. We're going to be talking about her experience as a house sitter. Now, Tracy and her husband, Doug, have been really lucky to find some incredible house sitting opportunities, both in Australia and beyond. And we talk all about them, about their arrival experience and about all of the different travel opportunities they've been able to have while house sitting. So I think it's going to be a really good one. It's something that I never considered before I actually met Tracy and she told me all about her experience house sitting. So I'm really looking forward to you hearing her story. Hey Tracy, can you please introduce yourself? Tell us a bit about who you are, where you're from and where you're now living. Uh, sure, Karen. Thanks very much for that intro. Um, so yes, my name is Tracy Collins. I live in Brisbane. I'm originally from the UK, um, though I have lived all over the world, so I will just say that. Um, but um, I am British and now Australian because I have Australian citizenship. Yeah, so I live in Brisbane in in, our, in my 50s now and moved to Australia about seven, six, six and a half years ago. Okay. Yeah. And so today we're talking a bit about your house sitting experience. Can you tell us a bit about how you started house sitting and just, just give a, just a brief few lines just tell us about what your house sitting experience is okay yeah I um, started house sitting about about seven years ago I think I'd, I'd heard about it from lots of people who love travel and I, I like to travel and obviously try to save a bit of money when we travel and house sitting is a really good way to do that so I figured when we were about to move to Australia that I would I would have a look and see if there were house sits in Australia. But previous to that, um, we hadn't done any house sits at all. I'd kind of joined Trusted House Sitters and kind of was interested in how it worked. Um, and then actually in the last uh, last few months before we left the UK to move to Australia, we'd, we'd sold our house and moved into a rental prior to moving over. Um, but we had obviously getting out of the rental timing is quite vital. Um, and I actually found a house sit that lined up with the last three weeks we were in the UK. Um, so, that, so we did that. So that was actually our first house sit, um, which worked perfectly. So when it came to, obviously you were in a house sit in the UK, you'd booked your flight, had you to Australia, you knew when you were moving here. How easy was it to coordinate one for when you arrived in Australia? How did that all fit together? It actually all fell into place. It was crazy. It all aligned. I found the house sit beside where we lived in the UK and applied and we got that house sit for the three weeks before we actually flew out of the UK. Um, And then we travelled for about three or four weeks before we arrived in Australia. 
And I had been looking on Trusted House Sitters once I knew where we were going to be relocating to in Australia. Um, And I just thought out of interest, I'll have a look because obviously you've got to think about when you arrive, where you're going to stay. So I just happened to have a look on, on the house sitting site and there was a house sit in the exact place that we were moving to and the exact week we were moving to that destination. And it was for three and a half months. It was like a gift. Oh my goodness! So all the stars aligned. It was just pure luck, really. But you, but you, you made your own luck by being on the lookout for the opportunity. Oh, absolutely! If I hadn't known about looking on house sitting, I would not have even known that that was a possibility. And I would have come over, and I would have paid, you know, expensive to stay in a hotel for the first few weeks, or a relocation agent to try and find me some us account accommodation. But actually, I didn't. We we literally spent, I think, four days in a in the hotel in Mackay before actually Emma, who we had set for, um, she was going off for three and a half months to, to finish some uh, some education she was doing. So we met up with her, we met the dogs, uh, we had a chat about, you know, what the expectations were and everything. And uh, yeah, that was it. After that, we literally moved in to the house and we had a car. Wow. And three and a half months, that's a huge amount of time to take such a big pressure off your shoulders when you first arrive as well. So you mentioned you had dogs to look after as well. Obviously, house sitting is, we should say, is usually around people who've got pets that need someone to come to stay in their home, whether it's a cat they want feeding or dogs that they want looking after. So there is usually um, some pets involved in in the process as well. So you, you actually moved into a home. You had how many dogs? Was it two dogs, did you say? Two dogs, two dogs to look after. So we had to obviously, you know, looking after the dogs. So it's it's a few walks a day, looking after the dogs, keeping them occupied, uh, looking after them health wise. But but it really, honestly, pays off because we had this beautiful four bedroomed beach house with a pool, a car, uh, just to look after these two gorgeous dogs for three and a half months. So obviously, no bills. We had no bills to pay. Yeah. So you had bill free. You had access to a car. You had a home for three and a half months. That is pretty amazing. And you didn't have to pay anything for any of that. That was all included just in return for looking after two dogs. Absolutely. So you just pay your annual fee uh, to the house sitting agency. So once you've paid that, there was no other fees. And we didn't have to pay any bills or anything like that. So basically, for three and a half months, apart from putting petrol in the car and paying for our phone access that there was nothing else we didn't pay anything else out obviously food but uh, nothing extra so it was an enormous help because obviously you know it, it costs quite a bit to move to Australia so it was it was a really good start for us for those first um, three and a half months not to have to pay anything out oh, yes for sure and how did getting a house sit like that help you get settled how was it useful for you just in the process of moving here and not knowing anybody and just not having anything how was it to just move into a place that was all set up for you? I think it removes that stress of having to find somewhere. I mean, past finding the the hotel accommodation for the first few days, we didn't really have to think of anything past that. So it meant that we were a little bit more chilled went about starting work um, because we, we knew we had, we literally knew we had three and a half months to actually find somewhere in that where we'd move to before um, we had to vacate the, the house sit. So that gave plenty of time to actually start looking around and and also decided we actually decided not to stay in that particular town in in Queensland we moved down to Brisbane but it gave us those three months where it actually took the pressure off because if we had decided to stay there it would have been much easier to figure out which area we wanted to stay in 
um, and that sort of obviously we don't have kids what we do but they're grown up so but if you've got the pressure of kids as well thinking about which schools you want them to go to I guess it takes a bit of that pressure off um, and obviously the financial pressure is massive that it takes off because you don't have any bills to pay. I can't imagine it must have saved you so much money over that three months because I know that we spent thousands on our first month's rival accommodation and then we had to really rush to buy cars really quickly and to rush and find a home and rush to find a school and it it was a real time pressure when you first get here was we've got to sort all this stuff out really, really quickly. Um, so to know that that's just, you can chill for a few weeks and just let things settle and find your way around and kind of find your feet and everything must have been a real relief. Oh, it was. And I reckon we saved a good twenty five, twenty six thousand dollars $26,000 in those few months. Which is massive because you can then put that towards buying your new home or whatever it is you want to do. So that's huge. So can we just talk a little bit about your profile on the house sitting website? So that's kind of like your resume, isn't it? Where house sitters, you can apply and house sitters can, the, the clients can have a look at your profile and see if you're the right person to look after their pet. So how do you create a winning profile that makes you stand out from the crowd? Um, well, I just put a photo of me and Doug on it and just said what we do or what we did for jobs as well. So I guess, and also our age, I think, helps because we're in our 50s. Um, and the fact that we had, did have references because we we actually had house sat for a friend on Vancouver Island about, about 2016, 2015. So she'd written us a reference. And then other people who would looked after their, their dogs or pets when they'd gone on holiday had kind of written us a reference to start us off. And obviously then we got the reference for the first house sit that we did in the UK. Um, but I think it's really important that if you have got experience with animals that you put that on there, because I've, we've always had, I've always had dogs my entire life we've always had dogs um, and we also had cats so I'm used to dogs and cats so we're very happy to look after dogs and cats so just be really clear about and put photos on of you know of your pets and that which is what we did um, obviously unfortunately we've lost all all our pets now um, I have to just say this is one other advantage of house sitting is that because I, I'd love to get a dog but we travel too much is that you get to you get to spoil other people's dogs <laughs> and enjoy that time with a dog without having to keep it you know forever which is lovely <laughs> you get so you get to give it back again <laughs> yeah exactly I think it's like grandchildren you know it's that sort of thing Oh, do you think that there are opportunities for families to be able to house six? I know that's something that's always stopped me from bothering to look into it was that when we moved here, especially we obviously had really little kids now, they're a little bit older. Do you think there are opportunities for families or do you think it is easier if you're just a couple or a solo person doing it? I don't know, but I know that the first house that, that we did, they um, had had people with families um, house sitting there before. So I don't think that it would have been any issue if we'd been traveling over with kids either. Obviously, where you would struggle is if, if, if you have your own pet. And I know some people will take their own pet with them, but that can be an issue, I think. But to be honest, every house is different. So I think you just have to have a look and see what the criteria is. And if you put there in your profile, you know, that we've got three kids or um, we're traveling with our dog or usually a dog then then people can make a decision you know if they've got a friendly dog that doesn't mind other dogs coming at their home then they might not mind so it's that it's that sort of thing I think everything is about that communication because you have to apply for a house sit anyway you don't just get it you have to um, apply and say why you'd like to do it and 
and and then the person at the other end who's kind of what look, looking for the house sitter will get the chance to vet and they will they will have a chat with you so we had a couple of zoom chats with Emma before she made a decision because obviously she had a few people to choose between so you're not always guaranteed that you're going to going to get the house sit that you want I mean we've been pretty good and to be honest I now get approached through the trusted house sitters for for house sits in in the area because occasionally I will do them um, and people say oh, are you available and we'll do it that way but I don't think discount anything and also don't discount actually sometimes there also are house sits where there aren't any pets um, that people just want somebody to look after the house for the period of time they're away but again it's you just have to have a look and see what, what will match you I didn't realise people put their houses on just to look after their houses. So you don't always have that pet because obviously if you've got a pet to look after a dog, then you can only go out for such a sort of time period. You've got kind of to come back to walk the dog. Um, whereas if it's just a house sit for the house and you, you've got a bit more freedom to kind of go out for a long day out. So with us being living in Australia and we're originally from the UK and um, when we go back to travel there we are usually back for quite a few weeks in a block and I know that it can be really tricky to find accommodation um, and also living with relatives and things for like four or five or six weeks when you go back can be really tricky too especially when there's a few of you traveling. Um, have you done any house sits for sort of long periods when you've gone back to travel to the UK again? We haven't, but it's not something that we don't discount doing in the future, mainly because we do a lot of traveling around the UK when we go back. So tend to stay with family, but also for our own business. So we do a lot of traveling that way. But it's not saying that we don't do house sits and other destinations around the world, though. Um, But we haven't in the UK at the moment. Maybe if we went back for six months, I probably wouldn't want to... (laughs) lumber all our relatives with us for that length of time and there certainly are plenty of house sits in the UK for sure that's great and and like you say all around the world as well it's not just limited to certain countries so whether you're from the US Canada or wherever you are there's going to be house sitting opportunities if you go back for a long visit so you were saying you do some local house sitting now and I know you still go on holidays and house sit and I know you've got a holiday coming up to do a house sit haven't you Yes, yes. I leave on Sunday actually for New Zealand. So going, we've got a week in New Zealand. I'm doing traveling around North Island, and then I'm actually flying down to. So that's to do some work for one of our websites. But after that, I'm flying down to Christchurch for two weeks um, to house sit and look after a lovely, lovely little dog called Henry. Um, so I'll be house sitting there, which is going to be fantastic. It's, it's going to give me a couple of weeks break to just get on and do some some work, and then and then my husband's flying over for the last. Uh, nine days and we'll do some travels around South Island again for our, for one of our websites. So it, it's a great way of doing that. I, I wouldn't have been able to do that. When we initially planned the, the trip to New Zealand, I was very much wanting to go to South Island too. And I couldn't figure out a way that I could do that. Um, and I just happened to look, we were both going to fly back to Brisbane on the 25th of August. And I actually looked at it and um, and I realized that there was a house sit in Christchurch on the 25th of August. So I just applied and they were like, yeah, absolutely. Come come and stay with us for two and a half. So, yeah. And then my daughter's also coming over for a week of that as well. I was I asked them, is it OK if, if my daughter comes to visit? Um, obviously, you've got to ask. And, and they were absolutely delighted. And they said, absolutely, no problem. So I love it that you can. It's a great way to save money. Yeah, I was going to say, what a great way to travel. And I know that New Zealand was high on your bucket list of places you haven't been to before. So house sittings enabling you to stay for a couple of weeks on the South Island, which is going to be beautiful. You're going to love it. (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait. wait. Your plans are to carry on doing this, carry on house sitting here and there, just kind of using the opportunities as they show up. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, we're planning, we're traveling for about five months coming up soon. And um, even though I've, I've started looking in the different countries to see if there's house sitting available, definitely a lot of house sits in, in North America, in, in Australia, um, in, in Europe, it's a little bit more tricky in, in Asia where I've been looking, but it's definitely worth, worth looking at. You know, if you can, especially for me, because as I can work anywhere, I'm kind of digital, um, online work, that I can go anywhere to work. So if there's a house sit for three months somewhere, um, you know, there's no reason why I can't go off and, and sit and do that house sit, enjoy that area. So and also do some work while I'm there. So it's, it kind of marries up both things. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, what tips do you have for anyone who is moving to Australia and they're considering doing what you did and looking for a house sit for their arrival? I think that it would be a good idea to join one of the house sitting um, groups. So I'm part of trusted house sitters. There are a few, and there are some like specifically focused on countries. So there are for Australia. So it might be worth having a look at which ones you want to join um, looking at your profile, getting your profile sorted, maybe even doing a house sit in the UK before. So you've got that kind of reference um, and then just having a look to see what's available. Um, there's also a Facebook group on house sitting that's worth joining and having a look on there and asking advice. But certainly Australia, Australians do like house sitters coming around and looking after the house. It's very normal here. It's not something exceptional. And honestly, you may look out like we did. It was incredible. I can't, you know, I look back on it now and think everything like lined up for us so well you know I can't I was thinking now three and a half months we saved such a lot of money we settled into the area much easier because we we didn't have the stress of looking for a house or thinking about all that stuff at least for the first few weeks we could just get used to it figure out where the where the supermarket was and where the shops were and where the doctor was and all that stuff without also having to think oh we have to go and buy furniture or we have to pay an exorbitant amount for a hotel every night so yeah, it's 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 really worth doing. It's really worth looking at to see if you can you know have the opportunity like like we did. You know, it's a great way to travel, but also a fantastic way if you can get it when you're coming out to Australia to help you to settle in. Yeah, for sure. Is there anything that you wish you'd known before you started house sitting? No, I think I, I really enjoy it. So I think no, probably just that that how good it is. And just that it's it is a genuinely great. You just have to like animals. I will say this really: if you are doing it, as I say, there are some that come up that don't have expectation to look after animals, but majority do have animals. So I think, yeah, you you know you you're not going if you want to go out and do weekends away, you can't. So for us, when we were in Macau, we were lucky in that Emma came back a couple of times from her course and she spent weekends, so we could go up to the Whit Sundays and things like that. We could have weekends away, but we would not have been able to do that for that three and a half months if she hadn't come back so you have to think you are committing that you apart from a date maybe a few hours out in the day that you the expectation is that you are there looking after the animals and that you're there for the house so I think that's something you've got to consider it's not just a it's not a holiday you are actually there to you've got to keep the house clean and tidy you've got to make sure the animals are, are, are you know kept looked after like you would look after your own so it's that it is still responsibility yeah, no, no, that sounds fantastic. Well, thanks for telling us all about it today. It's definitely something that I didn't even consider when we moved to Australia. And I really wish we'd kind of thought about it. Although when we moved, we had three very little kids and I think it would have been quite hard work being in somebody else's house with, with very little kids. Um, but I think now my kids are a bit older. It's definitely something that I'm keen to to have a bit of a look into, um, especially as we've got a little dog as well now. And our, our kids are kind of used to being around animals all the time. So it's definitely something we will have to look into. But thanks a lot for sharing your experience of house sitting with us. 
Oh, no, absolute pleasure. Thanks, Karen, for having me on the show. So I hope you enjoyed that episode seven. Um, you'll find the show notes over on smartstepstoaustralia.com slash episode seven. And that will have all of the links in there, including a article on my website where I've chatted to Tracy more about her experience of house sitting. And there's also a link as well to the house sitting company that she uses. Thanks for listening. And I hope you found it really useful. If you've been inspired after listening to this episode to give house sitting a try, I can't wait to hear about it. Please drop me a DM either in Instagram or on Facebook or tag me in a post or something just to tell me what your plans are and tell me what you're getting up to because I think it sounds like a really great way to travel the world. So thanks Tracy for such a great inspiring talk. Tune in again as we build your new life in Australia one episode at a time.